Welcome to a new episode of Fundamentals of Adulting, where two guys adult from A to Z, your personal guide to becoming an adult. Each week we dive headfirst into a topic so you don't have to make the mistakes that we made. Our life today is the sum of our habits, where it indicates our position in the moment. For example, how happy we are, how comfortable we are, how successful we are, or how in shape we are, all depend on the results of our habits. What you repeatedly do at the end of the day, it influences the person that you are, the things that you believe in, and the personality that you portray. But we all struggle with the idea of getting rid of old habits and creating new ones. Which brings us to this week's episode all about creating habits. It's Friday then, it's Sunday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then, it's Sunday, Sunday, what? What is it today, Merlin? Was it? What is it? What is it? Tell me, tell me, my friend. It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning, exactly. It is 9.27 in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so welcome to a new episode of Fundamentals with Dalton, where each week we dive headfirst into a topic, doing our research, which today's episode is all about creating habits. So Merlin, tell me, buddy, do you know what is a habit or do you not know? I know, but I would say in light the offer, the audience, <laughs> a live I'll, audience. I'll invite them with my beautiful light of Jesus Christ, of my light, all right? With, what is a habit? That was definitely not part of the topic, okay, guys? But I'm just going to, I'm going to enlighten you. So a habit is uh, a routine or practice that we perform regularly. Pretty simple, self-explanatory. It's, it's logical. It's a habit. And we do them every single day, every second of the day without even realizing it because you react to an autonomic response to a specific it, situation basically somebody says you should do the laundry so now i'm gonna do it or you see your running shoes so you think i'm gonna go on a run exactly and what is that that called my friend it's a cue dude it's a exactly cue. but let's not get into that because that's more of the framework of a habit let's go more into the problem of habits that we all struggle with, which is creating new ones and, well, not repeating the bad ones. So, all right, so the most common problems that we come and face when it comes to creating a new habit is, well, we're trying too hard. We're, we're trying to build too many way good habits that we want at the same time, and that just doesn't work. I would say just start small and simple. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like people that have, like, New Year's resolutions, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon at the end of January, but I cannot even run five kilometers. Exactly. You can't just do that. That's not, I mean, humanly possible, yes, but for you, maybe not in your situation. You got to adapt to your situation first. Then the next problem that we have is not being consistent about the habit. Yes, and consistency is a key part of building a habit, and I know we're still in the problem phase where we explain what the problem is but i'm gonna give them a tiny bit of a solution already okay because it just aligns with what you said really good consistency i don't know if you know this but this is dude matt diavella from youtube most people would probably know him i, I do he has this rule it's a two-day rule you can skip something but not two days in a row if you want to mm-hmm. work out in the morning you can do that. You can take breaks, but not two days in a row. What they do. And if you don't know what you do, you don't know what to change. You do, and that's already good. So you don't need to change it. Habits are just like your budgeting. You got to know where your habits are coming from and which ones you're, cre- you're doing and where they're going. Yeah. yeah. That was really- you got to manage that. I agree. You need to manage your time. Your time is the most important thing. Time is money. 
And if you don't know that you spend three hours on Instagram every day, because it's a habit now, then why would you change it? Because you don't notice it. Because you're satisfied. That's why. You're satisfied. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, anyways, but there's more problems to habits. Let's just say them real quickly. So let's say you you start big or you start small, whatever, and you're not consistent, but there's other ones that you're probably not focused or you're not taking it seriously. I, I would add one more. It's not uh, specific enough. Because you can say, I'm going to eat from January 1st, I'm going to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I eat one carrot, is that enough? No, that's definitely not enough. Or if I say, I don't I do not do now the cake with sugar, I do cake without sugar. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to work, you need to be specific. Every time I'm going to eat, I first fill my, my plate with vegetables. Or every time I eat my plate, the largest portion will be vegetables. That's how you should do it. That's how it works. Specific. Gotta be specific. Not Pacific, because that's the ocean, but specific. Specific. <laughs> Anyways, but also, like, you have to know what you, why, why you're doing the habit to, for, like, to begin with. Yes, if you don't know why you're doing something, why would you even do it? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, bro. I know. I'm agreeing with you. I'm supporting your statement. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have much to support these days, all right? Yeah, I know. It's really hard now. I know. I know. Stupid COVID. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. But, I mean, let's just finish off the problems part, which is you're probably waiting from the start to get results. And that's probably not even realistic to begin with because a habit takes – it's a process. Like everything in this life, it's a process. So you got to go with the flow. Yes, like you're not going to run a marathon the first day you start running. It's a process. You increase every day a little bit. It will mm-hmm. compound. If you get better 1% for a month, mm-hmm. you're 30% better at the end of it. Do that for six months. You're already six a times pro- better than where you started. If you go for a year, you're already 37 times more better than where you started a year ago. And that, my friend, is the basics of compound interest, which we will get into when we ever make an episode of investing. (laughs) Exactly. And since we started from, we are waiting for results from the start. You also have to consider that failure is key to success. You have to fail to succeed, my friend. It's trial and error. You learn, you get up, you fail, you get up, you learn some more, you fail some more, and eventually you get the results you wanted. Exactly. Or you find something else. True. Also that that failure helps you to retrack and head to a different direction if you have to. But it's just riding a bike. You're trying, you try, you fall, you scrape your knee, you're probably bleeding a lot, but you still get going because you want to learn how to ride the bike. Okay, I have to stop you right there. You said something about biking, and I'm Dutch. So, you know, I have to talk right now about bikes. And I have to talk about the quality of bikes. <laughs> okay, talk about it. it, my friend. Talk about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I'll give it to you. And habit is something you do repeatedly, and then it becomes automatic. Mm-hmm. That is, why do we do that? Your brain, yeah, mm-hmm. you need 20% of your energy. That would be way higher if you didn't do things automatic. Okay, yeah. explain. So if we if if you have to think about every step, okay, I'm walking now. Okay, how do I set a step? How do I keep breathing? How do I keep breathing? Oh no, my heart needs to pump. My heart needs to pump. If you need to do that, you're gonna be tired in like a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's one of the reasons why we have habit. It, it saves us energy. But now to, back to the bike thing. People with Alzheimer's, it's a degenerative uh, disease in their brain. So the brain goes broke, basically, and they lose memory often. But what happens often, they, um, a particular part of the brain does not really get damaged or that gets damaged like way at the end of the disease. And in that part, particular memories are stored. You have your long-term memories like, oh, my dog Vicky went to the park in like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then you have memories that you create when things become automatic, like biking. So you have people with Alzheimer's that cannot remember their name or where they lived or how old they are, but they can still ride a bike because it's automatic. And that is the thing with habits. You make things automatic. Hmm. So you, you, you don't, would you say that a habit is an important part of information in your brain than a, a name of your child? What do you say? No, I wouldn't say it's more important. It's automatic. It's like um, learning to, I don't know, play piano. Eventually mm -hmm. it becomes automatic and you can just do it. And explaining it will become really difficult. I can play certain pieces, but when I need to teach to someone, I really need to think about it. And I can't. I can't figure out how I do it. I need to show them. Yeah, like I like I have to think about when I have to spell my name. And I would say that's pretty automatic for me. Like, oh, what's your name? Santiago. Nice to meet yeah. you. For the people that want to know how it's called, procedural memory. That's what it's called for the bike. And then the other one is episodic memory. So that's what happened in your past. That's for the scientific facts. Let's get back. Hey, that was not bad, uh, like super hard term scientific words to say to be honest true true i that could have gone further for you with like the neuroscience and everything but no 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 we, 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 we will build it up throughout the episode i think i think we get the point <laughs> anyways so so talking about automatic i'm struggling with a habit which is working out i imagine many people can relate to this and since i stopped doing soccer or, or football for other people um it's of not COVID and all that no no it's not so football for other people it's football for the entire world it's soccer for america correct and all americans are weird for that fact yes they are anyways <laughs> i struggle with working out why because i don't feel i have a responsibility to attend to practice anymore as i did for football that i deal with working out every single day by my own uh, motivation of myself, disciplined self person to try and just do some push ups or something to be active. Okay. So, what you could do is we need to figure out a new cue. So, what tells you, like, okay, I should work out now? And we should make it so easy that you don't need motivation. I'm going to stop you there, right? All right. So, let's mention to the audience that there's four stages to every habit there's the cue, there's the craving, there's the response, and then there's the reward. Okay, okay, okay. For before you get started with that and you give me anxiety about mm -hmm. it, this just sounds like a psychological model, like upfront conditioning. Mm -hmm. But I will not bore the audience now with all the models. So here you can have the light back shine and tell them what it is. Since we're talking about I have to find my cue to associate that I have to work out, let's first explain what is a cue. So the cue is something that triggers your brain to initiate a behavior. So okay. is it a visual or like smile or? It could be a sound, a visual. It, it just depends on your external environment. Okay. For example, for me, a workout, something that is a cue for me to initiate a workout would be 
having my workout clothes on already. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I do that the same in the morning when I want to go on a run the night before. I put my shoes at the door. Mm -hmm. So when I want to get out of my room and I open my door, my door opens into my room. So my shoes are in front. So every time I open my door, my shoes get shoved away oh. against me. So I need to put them on, la -di -la -di -la, and then I go on a run. Well, that is a smart. Mm -hmm. So you did that on purpose or is it just a habit that you put the shoes there? I do that on purpose to that I'm mm -hmm. like get reminded like oh I wanted to go number. That is pretty smart actually. I'll probably like sleep with my <laughs> with my workout clothes so I, when I wake up I'm like oh shit. Well I guess I got to work out. <laughs> oh that would work. That would work. I I should try it. I'll let you know on that one. Yeah, let me know. Let the audio I'll, I'll, know in the like the next episode you should let them know if it works. I'll, I'll let them know. I'll try it. All right, I'll even though, so. no, even though in the sleep episode we said we should sleep naked, we sure did. We sure did. Remember? But 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 we also said that sleep however you want, like however it's comfortable for you. It's true, but wearing your workout clothes when your special lady is there. But I don't got a special lady. That's sad. But I mean, it's the reality. Okay. Yeah. Then you're fine. Yeah, I'm fine, see? And plus, I, I, I sleep with pajamas anyway, so it's shorts and a t-shirt. It's the same thing. True, true. So, so I'll let you know on that one. Thank you. It's something you see. It's something you smell. It's something that makes you do an action. The craving is now you want to do the action because of the cue. So I see my running shoes. Now I get the desire to run. That is my craving. My response is I'm going to go on a run. The reward is... I'm going to get all that serotonin and feel good chemicals after my run. So basically, in other words, what we're trying to say is that our mind is continuously analyzing our internal and external environment for hints of where the rewards are located. Yes, true. Right. So since we mentioned about the cue, the second step is the craving. And of course, the response and then the reward. But the craving is, and it's the motivational force behind every habit. So if you don't have motivation to doing a response, then you're not going to do it, most likely. You, mm, okay, I don't totally agree. I would say a craving is not a motivation. So the cue and the craving are like the problem phase. And it gives me a problem. And the other two, the response and the reward, are like the solution. So there is something I really want. I'm hungry. The cue, it's the growl. My craving, I'm hungry. I want food. I really need my food. My response, I'm going to get my lazy bum downstairs, grab some food and eat. That's my reward. Yeah, you're satisfying what you need and what you want. And that's where the problem comes when we have a bad habit because you're craving for something that is not probably super good for you. I, would say, I wouldn't say there are bad and good habits. They both satisfy a craving. There are just things that affect you more negatively and positively, I would say. Yeah, it's like physically. Like if you want to smoke a cigarette and you crave it and then you smoke it and that's your satisfaction then no it, it, it's, I would say that's a pretty ha bad one <laughs> no it's it, it, it's like eating if you eat um like if you eat like four eggs in the morning but you want and like a really heavy breakfast but you want to slim down then you can say okay yeah that's a bit of a bad habit habit but if you want to slim uh, if you want to like bulk up then those four eggs and that heavy breakfast is like perfect so it's more a spectrum than saying it's bad or good it's really um it's really dependent on your situation yeah so you're seeing the habits more objectively than subjective all right yeah but at the same time you gotta burn those four eggs that you if you want to get bulky so you gotta go and work out i don't know three hours or whatever 
Okay, yeah, that's a bit extreme, but yeah. Hey, there's people that do it. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but they do it. True. So ultimately, a craving differs from person to person. We all have different cues, all have different cravings for certain things. Then we have the response, the response, the lovely response to our craving. Like, response is your habit. It's what you're going to do. But also the reward, I would say, too. And the reward is what you get afterwards. That's, that's but it's after- also part of the habit. Yeah, it's why you want to keep doing the habit. Exactly. And based on your results, if you liked it, you're going to keep doing it. And if it satisfies you, in other words, you're going to keep doing it. But if you don't get the reward or didn't learn what you wanted to learn in the, at the end, you're probably not going to repeat it. Yeah. And I think I think that there um, a really good um, example for that one. I would say with habits, a big part is identity. If you really think I'm a musician or I'm a runner, then a habit will become easier. And say, like, I'm just a guy that wants to get fit, so I just run a bit. Now I'm a runner. Because that means when you go on a run and it's raining, it will be like, yeah, am I going to quit now? No, I'm a runner, so I'm going to keep going. But if you're like, yeah, I'm just doing this because I want to lose a bit of kilos and everything, it's not going to help your situation. The closer something is to your identity, the more you want to do it. So you have to believe what you're trying to your habits Great. Should, yeah your habits make your lifestyle but your lifestyle should also fit your habits mm, i like that did you just come up with that yes i just came up with that that that's it with <clears throat> identity like i see myself as a lifelong learner so i learn a lot of things so when i'm not learning mm-hmm. i feel like hmm i'm contradicting myself and in psychology people don't like contradicting contradicting from from english contradicting <laughs> themselves uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. but what? Oh, I will learn something. I'm playing yeah. an instrument. When you play an instrument, that makes me a musician. If I don't see it as I'm a musician, I'm not going to take it as seriously as I'm just like, yeah, I'm just messing around. I mean, maybe somebody can argue with you that saying, like, well, you can't consider yourself a musician if you're not an expert in the field why because you're making music isn't that the thing what a musician does they make music it really <clears> good <throat> like there are different genres in music that i don't like but they're still musicians because they make music yeah i mean like that's thinking of it of objectively i'm not saying that i'm disagreeing with you i'm just saying that somebody can argue with you that you have to be an expert of your field to be considered an actor musician whatever an Int- interesting when are you an expert <clears throat> never I would say, in my opinion. So then you're never a musician. (laughs) Ultimately, you can say that, yes. Yeah, sorry, bro. I use your own logic against you, man. I know. I I just heard that. So I I didn't like it much. But, you know, (laughs) um, well, of course, we're still, we're we're always going to be students. No matter what, like, we're never going to be a master to something. You can't master something. You can't know everything. or know the response to everything. Yeah, you just need to be better than the other guys. You can teach the other guy exactly and that's what we consider somebody a master yeah like i'm not the best uh pianist i'm not but i can teach people that just started like i know mm-hmm. basics. i can teach them that but am i gonna teach them how to play chopin no i have no clue how to do that yeah yeah no that's not the one that would be difficult yes and the, two you already said that you can't really teach people it's just better to show them how yes. to do it and so, and because you need to show them, you need to be able to play it. And I cannot play Chopin yet. Um, 
Yeah. Chopin. <laughs> Chopin. I would well, be just proud if I would do that. Yeah, I can teach you Chopin. And then I just like play a video of someone playing it for them. <laughs> That'll be playing the system and one you will not you get you will not get your money's worth. <laughs> well, I won't. You you people will be like dissatisfied from like minus a billion, like <laughs> <laughs> Well in summary, what we're trying to say here is that the keto triggers our craving, which motivates a response. And that response is provided for a reward, which satisfies you, the craving, and ultimately becomes associated with the cue, right? So we have all these four four steps, which were the cue, the craving, the, sp- the response, and the reward. So now I would say that ultimately, if you nailed all those four steps, the, the habit will create into a, an automatic habit, as we mentioned before. Yes. But let's now talk about how can we make creating new habits easier and how to eliminate bad habits easier okay that sounds perfect i would say i would give the people already like one tip right now mm-hmm. one technique there is it's habit stacking so you have a habit you have already built so my habit is i go on a run mm-hmm. and when i'm on my run when i get back that's like my reward like oh i'm back home oh, that's nice mm-hmm. yeah I could then say like, okay, when I get back home, I will make a protein shake. Or when I get back home, I will eat a banana. Because habits are easiest built when you put a time to it and a location. Right. And other tips that I would say is if you want to break a bad habit, you should probably make it not very like easy to you to visualize. Make it unattractive. Make it difficult for you. Because if, like, if you're going to respond to a habit that you do, and you make it difficult, like for you physically, that you cannot probably do it or achieve it, then you're most likely not going to do the habit or do the action. Yes, I have a perfect example of this. So um, last year, I tried to like be less on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I started with like removing the icon from like my home screen, which I noticed had helped already a bit. But now I just delete the app. So uh-huh. every time I want to go to Instagram, I have to install the app. I need to. F- figure out my password i need to log in and everything all those steps make it that i check instagram maybe once a week because i'm just making it so difficult it's such a hassle to do you can make it more difficult by changing your password so giving someone your account and be like yeah change my password every week right and that'd be frustrating yeah no i i see i wouldn't even bother to have social media at that point yeah it's still important it's how you meet people so like you like i met you on social media if i didn't have it we wouldn't have this lovely podcast that we are creating i know and people wouldn't be informed about the most logical things in this world yeah the most fundamental things that they should know to become an adult but we are not any perfect then or adults at all. oh no dude dude we struggle with habits but like we uh, this this yeah. have this journal habit that I have I have a journal habit I have been journaling for like four years now, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna lie there are weeks that I like forget two weeks to not do it because it's just so busy and it's even so worse now. I uh, journal digitally and I used to mm-hmm. write, like type it out. I'm now so lazy that I make a voice note in WhatsApp and then send it into my journal. <laughs> you lazy bum yeah it's i'm still journaling but i make it i don't know more efficient i would say yeah i mean whatever works for you is the best it's like the most the most comfortable thing to create a habit or i mean to do the action of the habit i will say if it gets the do- job done then perfect 
But hey, I'm in I'm in I'm like worst compared to you. So you remember last year that we were talking about like Notion and our journal and whatever and whatnot. Yeah, right? I remember. So since that day, I probably like journaled uh like one week worth of journal entries. Yeah. And after that, yeah, haven't really got into my journal ever since. Okay, <laughs> so let's so so let's figure out how we can make it so that you will pick up it again. Like what? Yeah, so this is a perfect part to make our habit, well, to br- create that habit. So we have to ask ourselves four questions. So how can I make this, this action obvious? How can I make it attractive? How can I make it easy? And how can I make it satisfying? Yeah, and I will add one more question. Why are you okay. doing it? Why are you doing it? I mean, we mentioned that in the beginning, but yes, that is a very important question. So let's begin with that. Why do you want a journal? Wait, wait, wait. I just want to say one thing, though. It's like, this reminds me exactly to what my mom says all the time. She, My mom is a photographer. And what she tells to her clients, like clients that she's teaching, like how to take pictures and et cetera, she tells them that the most important part when you're taking pictures is you have to ask yourself all the time, what is the name of my picture? If not, you're just going to capture not ultimately what you want. So yes, to respond to your question, why am I journaling is because I want to keep a reminder of things that I find that are important for me, what I'm grateful, how was my day, and probably look back and see how I have evolved as a person with my personal ideas. And how you track your habits? And track how, and how I track my habits. That Yes, I, that's a good thing for the journal too. Okay, perfect. So we now know why. You want to do it to keep track of what you did in life and if you have improved. I have to say something about language. When you build a habit, it's really important to use the right language. It's like waking up in the morning. Most people dislike it. And they say to themselves, I have to wake up in the morning. It would be better to say, I get to wake up in the morning. It's like an opportunity. Like, I have the privilege to be able to do that. It's not I have to run, I get to run. And that little change can make such a big impact because language is important and it made it more positive and more attractive. Okay, so how can we now set the cue? How can we set the cue? See, all right, that's that's a good question because I'm still figuring that one. So, Okay, where, where do you do it? Do you do it on your phone or do you do it on your computer? I can do it in both because it's in, in Notion. So I have the app in both. Put a post-it note on your uh-huh. laptop on like the keyboard part and just uh-huh. write on it um journal today or uh, journal this morning and make it specific oh after that i have woken up i'm gonna journal. or after my workout in the morning i'm gonna journal set a time you know what no. you know what set a time at 8 15 i'm gonna journal boom you know what i just came up with a great idea right now so audience beautiful audience you're listening right now thank you to reaching to this point of the episode I'm right now grabbing a post-it as my friend Merlin, co-host, said I should write down and say, journal, you lazy bum. That's what I'm going to write down. Journal, you lazy bum. Put in time at it to make it specific and location and time dependent. Yes. And ultimately, what I'm asking for you, audience, is I want you to do the same thing. Ask yourself what habit you're struggling with and you want to build and Try and figure out your cue as we're doing right now. Wait, wait. And if you cannot figure it out, send us a message and we will try to figure it out for you. We'll jump on in the call and we'll do it. Sounds perfect.
All right. So what time should we do this? I'll say, well, I mean, no, the most time that I'm like to myself at the night is like around 10. So let's do it at 10. All right. So I wrote, I wrote down 10. So it's in my computer now that posted. Now the craving. What am I craving for, for this habit for journaling? So I crave for ultimately reflecting on my day. Yeah. Remember the, the good moments of the day. How I'm going to respond? Well, I'm going to respond by writing how I feel or whatever questions I put for myself in the journal. And my so, satisfaction will be by doing it. Okay. Then I would say we need to make it easy so that you do it. Like, we're not going to say like you need to journal for like 15 pages a day. Write 100 words. Yes. All right. So we already made it obvious. We're making it easy. Mm-hmm. How do we make it attractive? By making the journal itself attractive. You can do that. You can use different colors if you want. Or you could be, after I have done my journal, I will get my cup of coffee. Ooh, a cup of coffee in the night. Are you going to, wait, wait, you want to do it in the night? Oh, I thought you want to journal. Yeah, I want to reflect on the day, not in the morning. Then definitely not a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, maybe water, maybe water. Yeah, no, no. What's like a reward? What do you find nice though before you go to bed? Uh, I like to read. After going to bed. Make it attractive that after I journal, I will watch a video. Or after I journal, I will read. That is perfect. Because I've noticed, me and my person, that I will manage to do something if there's something at the end. Not necessarily that I already did and satisfied my, my craving to do a habit. But most likely, like, oh, dinner's ready. Oof, I'm going to go and have dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Like, it's on those days. I really don't feel like studying. It's like I will reward myself with like watching a TV show afterwards, or like I'm gonna study for an hour and then I'm gonna watch one episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then I'm gonna study for another hour and keep that up. You seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? Is it good? Do you recommend it? Brooklyn, it's it's funny. It's a show to just turn off your brain. Yeah, it's like Friends. Yeah, I I like I like more educational stuff. That's what I often do. But like Brooklyn Nine Nine is like twenty five minutes. So it's 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 not like that I'm spending an hour watching something. It's a small reward that I like. Right, it's short, sweet, and funny at the same time. Now, the satisfaction part, I would say it's as well the the reward that you get at the end. That's the satisfaction part. You got done with your habit or whatever the task you're trying to do, and then you get your reward. So I feel like this is a perfect time where we can talk about, since how we talked about how to break a bad habit and how to make it more simple for you to create a good habit. So, Merlin, I feel like this is a perfect moment that we should mention what habits that we're trying to commit to, the good habits, and what bad habits we're trying to get away from. I totally agree. So, since this year started, I have been trying to get more into reading, but I'm dyslexic. So, reading for me is quite slow. So, I find it always a drag. So, for me to make it attractive, the solution was audiobooks. Audiobooks is for me like the solution for example we have this book that we read it for this episode atomic habits right mm -hmm. i started that book yesterday i finished it this morning that's crazy for being a book it was five hours listen to it twice the speed and you're in three hours you're done i guess well that was a six hour book then three hours yeah so then i was done but i have done this every week now because instead of being it like a drag I find it really nice to listen to an audiobook on my walk or on my workout. So just throughout the day, I get my hours in. And at the end of the week, I finish a book. So it's Wait, question though. Yeah. So, all right. So for me, reading is like I learn more like words, definitions, 
terms, how to how to word things. Like, do you still get the same learning curve from that while you're listening to an, a book? I would say yes, especially if you combine it with looking at the ebook of uh, a particular book. That's all right. So yeah, keep going. And I would say a bad habit that I want to get a lot um, off of is like I drink two cups of tea and I want to get it down to one. So mm-hmm. now every time I feel tired, instead of being like, oh, this is my cue now to get tea, I'm like, this is my cue to go on a walk. And then I reward myself with like, oh, I'm going to listen to an audio. It actually works a lot, like getting up and doing something that wakes you up. And also I realized something yesterday or yeah, yesterday was I had a bo- apple, a green apple to be specific. Oh, green and apples like, are the best. Tired. They're the best. I know. They're like, I don't care who says like red ones. No, 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 no. The best, the best stuff. apples. I will fight anyone on this. It's Granny Smith. I just know that green apples are the best for me. I like the sour taste, but at the same time, it's kind of like kind of sugary, ki- like kind of sweet. sweet, but still sour. Yeah, it's good. It's like to the point. Oh, anyways, anyways, I figured out that apples are a great energy source for the morning. Like, I was super tired. I don't know what was going on yesterday, but I was tired as hell. I ate the apple. And in ten minutes after eating that apple, I was like, "Bro, I could, I could go run. I could go and Ooh, run." That's that's perfect. We can make actually a habit out of it by instead of having an apple stored in your fridge, you put it already ready for you to eat in the morning. And that's what I did that morning. Yeah. Well, that the last night. That's perfect, man. So I feel like it's your turn to talk about the bad habits that you want to give, like get away, other than tea. Is there any more? not anything that i can think of right now like i have my life pretty much in order so it's just a caffeine all right so this is a perfect moment to jump to me to jump to this boat and i'll just mention real quick the good habits that i want to commit to which are working out reading more eating healthier and doing more research and the eating more is as we said about the apple i'm kind of doing it so i'll say i'm pretty proud of myself for that one. <laughs> yeah, we need to celebrate. You need to celebrate every win. The, the most important thing when you're building a habit and you miss a day, it's not uh, being like, "Oh no, I'm a failure right now." It's like getting back up. You don't want to make a second mistake. If you make the second mistake, which is like, "Now I'm gonna not do it anymore," like I want to read more, but I missed a day. Now I'm gonna stop reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's becoming a routine, and a routine becomes a habit, and then it's a habit. I'm not a reader. Your past does not defy you. Who you are. Okay. You can become what you want to become. What you need to do is have your habits and your systems in place so that you can become what you need. Your habits make your lifestyle. Your lifestyle needs to fit your habits, but they're in loop. So you create them. But the only way to know when and where you are on your journey, when like, is it now a habit or not? It's looking where did you start? If you start for the marathon example, where did you start like six months ago? Six months ago, I run five kilometers. Now I'm up to 12. Like that's a major, massive improvement. Now we know the process of how we need to build a habit and get to the point that we are satisfied with ourselves. We challenge you guys to start and create the habits that you want to commit to and do the process of the cue, figuring out what it is, the craving, what you are craving for, and basically the reward that you want to achieve. And learn from it. And if you're struggling with the process, reach us out and we'll help yeah, you. Yeah, let us know. Like you can reach us on Instagram or on TikTok or on the Anchor app. You can send us a voice memo. We will try to help you out with creating your habit. Like we're in this together. We're all figuring it out and we just want to help. That's why we're here for it. That's why we started this podcast. So let us know. If you have any questions, let us know. 
feedback is the way we grow. Feedback is how we can get better and we want to make you better. This was this week's episode of your personal guide to becoming an adult. If you enjoyed our podcast, subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If there's anything you want us to cover, leave us a voice note in Anchor. Link in the description of the episode. Or contact us directly through Instagram at Santiago Bravo or at Merlin underscore Shapers. We wish you a lovely day. And next week's episode will be about social media.